everybody. Welcome to Speaking of Slowdown. Put my head on so you can't see my messed up outfalling in the air. Uh, yeah, guys, welcome to Speaking of Slowdown, a sports talk show devoted to the movie trivia slowdown. I'm Jay Wade. Uh, we don't have Double D here this week. Um, I, I don't. He, he didn't bring me my, my milk and cookies when I told him to. I've got them locked in the basement right now in the in the racks. But uh, but no, he had to go meet someone very important. So he could not be, he could not be here. He had to meet this person. So he will be back next week for sexy numbers and all the goodness that we get with him. Uh, but we've got Andrew ASG in the house. How you doing, man? Doing well. Doing well. Yeah, it's great to see you, and of course, your magnificent refrigerator. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it is also great to see Suge Knight. How you doing, man? Hey, what's going on, Jay? Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, you told me that ASG was going to be here, so I could not miss opportunity to argue with him. So uh, I was like, yep, I will be there with bells on. Dude, anytime I can help out a fellow Schmodown fan, I will be happy to do so. And we've got Aaron back again. How you doing, man? I am, hey, not here. <laughs> I am not here to purposely argue with anybody, but I am happy to be back. Thank you for the invite. Hell yeah. Well, I, I don't intend – well, I should take that back. Frenchie, I intentionally uh, try to argue with all the time because it's fun. <laughs> um, I, he thinks he wins more than he does, but he really doesn't. But, uh, all right, guys, We uh, as usual, we have a game here called Hot Matches. It's a hot potato-style thing where we talk about the week's matches, and uh, Frenchie's sitting backstage there with his uh, little timer. And whenever the timer goes off, whoever is talking is out of the game and off screen. The consequences and rewards come into play during the interview. Uh, so, yeah, okay, guys, let's get right into this. Because I've been waiting for this match for probably a couple years. Alex Damon and Molly Damon playing in the Star Wars tournament. Oh, it did not turn out the way I, I personally wanted it to go. I just would have liked to see Molly just kind of just kind of take that uh, that victory. But uh, it was a very good match. A very good match. Uh, Andrew, uh, or Andrew. Yeah, do, yeah, it's do you want to be called Andrew? I don't Ray? care. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can call me Andrew, ASG, whichever you, whatever. All right. All right, Mark, uh, what did you think? Uh, no, ASG, what did you think of this match here, man? Uh, were you uh, were you excited for this? Uh, to be honest, all the Star Wars stuff goes over my head, so I just... <laughs> I, 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 I like a competitive match, though. They did well. Interesting challenge, uh, which I'll... You know, I thought it was interesting that they did it in the middle of the question. That's new. Uh but, you know, it was overall a, a good match. And, you know, Alex uh, really seemed to be, still be in great form and he's ready to go. Yeah. Uh, Should Knight, what do you think of this match? Were you looking forward to it? Uh, who did you want to win? And what did you think of the challenge in the middle of the question? I mean, well, obviously, I, I was hoping Molly Damon would win simply because I wanted to see uh, three women in the semis of the star wars match that would have been amazing would have laura kelly nikki Demolanta, and molly damon um but you know alex you know alex won uh like as she said it was a great match competitive match so i was i was happy with it um as far as the challenge you know challenges are made just sometimes weird challenges we don't understand sometimes it's just 
you know, they make a challenge and you're just like, okay, you're in the moment. This is why you make the challenge. Um, I don't really, I saw where they were going with it, but wasn't really sure. Again, like ASG, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I like it, but I'm not a, so you, when you challenge something, unless I really know it, I don't know what they're challenging. Right. Um, <laughs> other than that, I mean, look, Alex, Alex is trying to get to the top, you know, and he has, he has a, he has a pathway. He has a pathway that he has to get through to get there, to get his belt back. Um, it's going to be very interesting uh, to see where he goes from here and also see where Molly goes from here. You know, Molly is, I believe one in four, one in five, I believe. Adam with uh, she's one in four now. One in four. So she's one in four. Yeah. Um, so she's you know bottom tier of the Schmodov. It doesn't mean she's bad, it's just she's in that lower tier. So she's gonna she's not gonna be getting close to a title shot very soon. So she's gonna have to do some work to get back up there and, and get into that, you know. It... <laughs> I just want to say it's not that I'm not a fan of the Star Wars matches, they just go over my head. <laughs> In terms of being able to follow along, because I see that in the chat no, that you I'm put saying, there. I used to play along; those were my favorite matches to play along to. I don't even try anymore. Uh, <laughs> Aaron, what was your takeaway from this one? Yeah, uh, th this was an interesting one. Um, I think both of them showed up and played really well. Unfortunately, I think, to me at least, this is the match that definitively puts Molly in that second sector where I, I don't think any of the Star Wars competitors are bad per se because they're all very good and they all put up high scores but we have you know Wit, Molly Damon, Joseph Scrimshaw, totally retired Ken Knapsack, these players who are super super good but at a certain point they're just not to the top and they're not getting the wins despite playing well um and unfortunately this was another loss for her despite playing really well Adam was or a Alec was just that bit better um the challenge was interesting but i think for me it still serves the purpose of i think it's smart that they're having wit manage the star wars matches because even though he got confused he still knew in that moment more than kaiser ever would have to try and front something like that so at least he was making the attempt to go for it for his player it didn't work but he tried is it is it because Kaiser's not? I mean, I I do know for sure that Kaiser is busy. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, I know that for sure. But I but this question is like, do we know for sure that he's too busy to to uh, you know he's not able to manage certain matches, or is he saying that and then picking the best person from the faction? that he thinks would manage that that specific match. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, just hit puberty there for all y'all. Um, obviously, I don't think that's the case, but it's it's funny to think about. Yeah, it wouldn't be a bad move. Him. And the thing about having such a strong faction like he does is in the event where you're someone like him who has a job that keeps him busy and keeps him away from a certain number of matches, you have such a well-rounded squad of not just players, but like Wit is a tactician so that you can put someone in who is perfect to manage it. And it's not like Finstock, who at times it's just like, was it just who was free this morning showed up to manage? Some of them didn't quite click as well as I think Kaiser's choices have. Bateman command. Yeah. Oh, wow, I got lucky there. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and move on to press room versus old guard. I thought press room was going to take this the whole time. Um, nothing against Riley or uh, – uh, Duraldo is. How do you say his last? Duraldo. Duraldo. 
Daral Day. Daral Day. My, forgive me for that. But some of these names are, you know, I can't even pronounce my own name sometimes. Jet, <laughs> it's hard. Ja, ja, anyway. Uh, but no, press room, dude. Okay, it's very interesting. Harry and Josh both look good separate in singles. You know what I'm saying? But uh, but as a team, they look really, really, really good. Uh, if I had to put money on on them as a team over either one of them in singles, I would bet on them as a team every time, and I would take deep thought as to whether or not I would bet on one of the two in singles. Uh, I don't just to get. Uh, I mean, I'll pick up his point. Yeah, I, I, I do agree with you 100%. I'll pick up your point there. Um, Josh has shown, obviously, with, with the one uh, the match we'll get to later at some point being the exception. Uh, he's done very, very well in singles this year. Um, but he is a strong enough central point on his own. And even back in the days of, like, tough beats where, like, they didn't do all that well, Perry always looked much more comfortable playing with somebody and it seems to make her do better because she's just more comfortable in it. Yeah. So, so she's more she's comfortable, more comfortable she's shooting better, better, and he's a, and very, he's a very, very good very player good on his own, own, and that makes and her a strong team. Strong. Oh, we're getting an echo. Oh. But, but yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you must, must be, uh, be uh, saying, saying that, that Bateman made me able to match Star Wars, Star Wars and Six. But there we go. Is that me? I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Oh, it's Jay. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I anyway, Shug. Yeah, it's Jay. I can confirm. Yeah, it's Shug. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I think it's gone now. Okay. Anyway, so, but what really surprised me though was that Alonzo would miss that movie release date three pointer because that was one that I thought he would be able to get. Um. You know, I'm not sure how much it really mattered, but it is something to like think about when uh, talking about you know how well he could do in the singles division when not playing somebody like Barbarian, who's a tough task as is. Yeah. Do yeah. Do you guys uh, think it was a bad idea for her to put them in as the team? Like, I know she has the whole thing about spread the love, but and again, I don't know when this was recorded. But considering, as the comment that was just pulled up said, all of her singles competitors were eliminated. You know, Saul didn't win the tournament. Uh, you know, all she has left is Harper. Would it have been smarter, even though they hadn't won yet this year, Paul and Ben at least had played together. They had that chemistry. Would it have been better to put someone like them in than take two guys who have barely played this year to begin with and make them your saving grace as a team? I mean, per, as the Den Shill here, I mean, what else are you going to do? Personally, I mean, let's let's be honest. Paul Preston and Ben Goddard had the worst year ever. You know, <laughs> yeah, Paul Preston had one win and then just went down the drain. How invested is he in, in the rest of the year? How invested is Ben Goddard in the rest of the year? So you're going to stick them in a team's tournament. Um, now, had they known they were going to play press room, I probably agree with you because that's a lower seed versus another lower seed. But let's say they put him in, and then you get uh, you you get freaking danger zone or deception, just so you're gonna go into the to the tournament just to lose again. Like I, I love the den, and I think they can win, but good God, you're gonna play deception or danger zone, and be like, oh well, be try to beat them. Like you know, it's 
it sucks. It sucks. Trust me, I get it. But you know, basically, at the at the end of the at the end of the day, they're gonna have somebody representing them at spectacular. That's a champion, and that's the silver lighting of the year. I mean, go back to beginning of the year, everyone. Oh, why did you give up Marisol? You know, it, it's you know, it's. I don't know. I just. I. What else? Do you. What. What else can you do? You know. Yeah. To be honest with you. Well, what, what about what about uh, just throwing that hail mary and putting the pride in there? I mean, they did well last year. To be honest, I don't understand why they were split up in favor of Preston and Goddard this season. I mean, maybe there. There's our. There's everything that I'm not presenting behind the scenes, but from what I'm presented and what I see. I don't understand why that move was made in the first place, dude. Why not do throw a hail mary and put them back together and throw them in the tournament? Well, I think I think the reason for that, Jay, is so you got to look at the the records and everything like that. I I love Rachel, but Rachel team she was good. Team she what I believe she was like three and five now or three or three and six something like that. But in she only got one match this year, lost. You know, are you do you really want to stick? And then only that now you're so now you're don't have you're saying well, Goddard and Preston we don't have belief in you so now we're gonna take Goddard and Rachel and put them together. Well, how much face does that show to Preston personally? Like, I, oh, well. I would say it's in that situation it's not a slight on Preston. It's a fact of the matter of if we're talking about a team and team chemistry, the Pride were two and one when they were broken up, and uh, Goddard and Preston have gone zero and two and. They did so poorly that it's to a point where have any of us actually said their team name yet? Because I don't remember what it is. The outsiders. <laughs> well, I mean, but did they do poorly? They lost a five pointer to light. Uh, light they time. still the pride won. They lost, and and that's facts. Yeah, but okay. So, well, if you want to go by facts, then let's be honest. Who did the pride play? They played the real rejects, who everyone all of a sudden now says is not good, and they played a new team in the Butcher Boys. And now and you're telling me like because before now you're telling me the outs- really. yeah, and now you're telling me the outsiders who lost a lightning time on a five pointer, and then lost to um, who was the other team they lost to this year? Uh, the press room. They lost to the press room. Yes, you know. So, it I get where you're what you're saying, but if you look at it from that point of view, I don't really think there's a comparison. But I just want to throw out one stat I saw this week which I thought was interesting in terms of another Den controversy. If Del Rio beats James White, he will have as many points to the dungeon as all of the Den's regular play competitors combined. Yeah, but here, here's the thing, though. We, we know why she had to get rid of Del Rio. She wasn't getting matches. And in, and in the Star Wars tournament, Lacey wasn't going to be able to compete. She She talked about it on our show. She said... The condition of going into the Star Wars match was is you had to be able to get well, you, spectacular if you won. Right. I mean, obviously no he had to pick up Ross. Ross. You could have dropped Rachel, and you could have still put Del Rio in the singles tournament. I mean, te- yeah, I, I could see it that way, uh, ASG. But, I mean, did Ra- when did the trade happen? I'm trying to remember. Free agency? Before, free agency. So had Rachel's match already gone on? I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. See, yeah, you guys are, you got, I'm like, I'm still like three minutes ago. Yeah. I'm still three minutes ago in awe of something that was said as far as like, uh, 
I, I believe I believe it was implying, you know, how Preston might feel if Goddard and uh, and and Rachel were put in as a team. Uh, and I just want to say, like, so I'm mean, nothing. It's nothing is ever personal. My views are never personal against people. I'm looking. This is a sports talk show about movie trivia. Okay, so in that mindset. I am not going to put my lesser quality pitcher in or the pitcher who's not doing as well lately uh, uh, just because I don't want to hurt his feelings over someone who could potentially do better than them. I'm not going to put in, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, it's nothing personal, but we need to win. We need points. It's a competition. And if, if you know, this wasn't working out, then I'm going to switch it up and we're going to go with this combination. It might not work. It might work, but we can't do the same thing. Yeah. I get what you're saying, Jay. It's not personal, but at the end of the day, it is personal because you make relationships with these people. This is not like it's Dude, not it's, sports. It's part, no, it's not personal to say that we are in a competition where people. Jay, are, Jay, that's your opinion, though. Jay, that's your opinion. It's different. It's different for other people. It's it just it just is. Well, that's all. Okay, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you. I will, I'll, I'll, I will say this. Reality. That's not the actual reality. Actual reality is that these people are playing for money. They're putting a lot of time and investment. I don't even think they're even playing for money anymore, right? Like well, Christian they still are, but only this year. But, uh, yeah. but yeah. I think the actual reality also is that even in sports, there's such a thing as team cohesion. And, and you know, and team uh, morale. Like, that that's a thing that exists in all and, of everything. And you got also two James. But here's... We need the best shot to win. And if the person takes it personal, then that's on them. That's how I feel about it. And and in my opinion, them putting themselves above the team as a whole. It is a best. I'll say this this last thing. Yeah, (laughs) but I do want to say this last thing, though. Jay, if you're saying this is a sport and uh, and person is your number one all over, number one all uh, draft pick. You have to go with your number one draft pick. No, you don't have to. You have you to. Why? So then, so then, what was? So then, why did you draft him first? Then, but then, why did you draft him first? Then, because you had faith he was going to be your best option. And if that, and and this isn't uh, right now. This isn't about Preston specifically. Just in general, yes, I draft that number one. And I'm sorry, Frenchie. I know you're going crazy. Uh, I draft that number one person. And in the hopes that they will do what we need them to do. If they don't perform, I'm going to put in whoever can do it. So you're going you're to pull them after two performances, Jay? Two performances, you're going to pull them. Uh, okay. They only had two matches. They exactly. only had two matches. Exactly. That's a small sample size. But That's a small sample size, Jay. How many matches total are they going to have? Pop, what, three? So two out of three? You got to look at the odds here. What happens? But then, what happens if they get that third match and they win, and Hold they start on, to win, and they start to win? Now what? Because you decided to pull it early, you don't get to see what they do. So now we don't see what happens down the line. You're you got to give them time. Correct. You got to you got to give it time, huh? You're a Dodgers fan, correct? Oh uh, yeah. Well, oh, why? Okay. Why you You're- say that, Jay? <laughs> Look, because I'm pretty sure you're a Dodgers fan. I love the Dodgers, yes. Because you guys are running for the World Series right now. Very well can do it. Very well can take the whole thing. My yes. point is, when it's coming down to it, 
and, and you're on the last game, you got to win this game in order to advance. You lose it, you're done. If you're if the pitcher that is next up in rotation isn't looking like they're going to pull their weight or there's any there's any questions at all, are you still going to go with them? Are you going to go with someone else that, that you think could very well do it or has maybe looked a little bit better? Or are you going to give them, I, Jay, I give them an opportunity, and if they can't get past the first or the second, then you then you bring in somebody else. You can't do that in this, though. You Why? Can't, Why? Because you, you don't know that. Because, no, in Schmodown, you can't be like, okay, round one is over. You didn't perform well, so now we're going to put in this reliever for you to play the rest of this match. That's what happened. Match. You can't do this that. Is, this is, that's exactly what happened, Jay. They, the, 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 the outsiders played the first. They played the first tournament. They didn't do well. So Kate, Kate said, okay, I'm going to put a new team in to maybe hopefully perform well. Okay, but I, like I said, a match is the equivalent of a game. You can't. Yes. Yeah, and you can't put in uh, me and Blow Joe and then at the end of the first. I don't know. Maybe Blow Joe's good. You never you know. know. You're, I think you're good at movie well, trivia, Jay. Hold on, man. And then, then at the end of the first round, you say Jay isn't performing the way we would like him to. So Saul, now you go in for Jay, and it's Saul and Blow Joe, and you guys play the rest of the match, and hopefully you can win. You cannot do that. The slowdown does not allow you to do that. You, what do you mean you're going to put it? You're going to let the guy go in? They, they only had two matches. You don't know what they could do if you give them a better sample size. Then, then you can say, you know what? They're not performing up to our standards. We need to go with somebody else. Okay, I think it was too early. You're, you're saying why didn't you why didn't you switch the the team up? Why did you put uh, Riley and Duraldi on? If we're talking about the dead, well, no, I just, put, I'm not I'm not questioning who was the team. That's not I, I'm fine with whoever she wants to put mm -hmm. up. But what, so then, what's your argument, Jay? I'm just saying you were saying like how that might make Preston feel him. You know, well, yeah, he's the number he's the number one pick. Yeah, yeah, and I'm saying I'm sorry, Preston. It's not personal, but if I think someone else can outperform you, I'm going to put them in because this is a team sport. It's so, so what you're saying? So next year, next year, Jay, what you're saying to Paul Preston is, I had no faith in you to pull yourself out. Therefore, next year, I that that might show other people drafting you that hey, he's really not that good, or he might not have what it takes. You no, well, you, first but of you're all, doing you're you're doing it you're doing it not to make him look bad, but you're also doing it to show that you you are a you are you're staying true to your word. He was the number one pick. You have to you have to you have to give him some respect. Amaru Moses is the number one pick. If Amaru Moses plays Mike Kalinowski and loses, does Sam go? You know what? You can't perform. Sorry, I, I I'm just I'm not going to put you in the next. If we had another IG tournament, you can't do that. I want to I want to talk to you off air about this more and, and like, sure, and like I'm enjoying this whatever. I really am because uh, no I do I I mean I understand where you're coming from I just don't agree and I really want to try to change your mind but I can see Frenchie has definitely given me the death glare yeah, I'm sorry I have my own thoughts as well but uh, I'm trying to like. <laughs> is here uh everyone and our hot matches rules work like this uh the winner starts the interview with our guest one-on-one -on -one. second place will then join a short bit later then third and fourth place and so on and today aaron was our winner of hot matches so aaron why don't you introduce our guest and get us start get us started 
absolutely. Uh, the person who just laid witness to what just happened, you can shoot me for that one later. Adam Witt is with us uh, whenever the, someone in control brings him in. Hello. How's it going, man? So you won the what? I just I got here five minutes ago. It's been it's been nothing but Paul Preston talk, which I'm a fan so, of. That's fine. That's uh, we can talk Paul Preston. What did you win <laughs> earlier in the show? I, I'm getting here late. So you have so won. They, uh, we talked about the ability to talk to me. And they randomly pull us out in the middle of talking, and I was the last one standing. So. Oh okay, gotcha. There was a gotcha. it was a cage match, a conversational cage match. Oh, what that that was, yes. <laughs> So first off, hope you're doing well. Um, so I was going to say I was curious because uh, going into that tournament, obviously, uh, you obviously got to manage uh, Molly in that match. And you guys yeah. have a bevy of Star Wars players, uh, yourself, Molly, Hoey. Uh, I believe at one point uh, Mara said she might even want to try Star Wars at some Mara point. Mara could sure definitely try true. Star Wars, yeah. Um, so was the was going into that tournament was Molly always the choice for this one since Hoey had played and you played last one or was there still that active discussion of who was going to go in for you guys? Uh, it's been a while since we made that discussion because the match actually got taped a while ago, so we had to like yeah. figure out who was going into it a while ago. But I I, I seem to remember yeah Hoey had just played and Molly hadn't played in months. Has Molly played? She's played First what? Game, two- I think. The first, it, uh, had Molly not played since the first match of the e- season? I don't believe so, no. No? Okay. So it was a pretty obvious choice then that Molly's going into the tournament. And uh, and good thing, too, because this is a match that, you know, a lot of matches are built up, but everybody's been saying <laughs> since day one that Molly got in. It's like, ooh, when's she going to play Alex Damon? So it was it was cool. I was like, I you know, I, I ended up managing on this because Kaiser couldn't. And it's a good right. thing. It's my area of expertise. Although, if you talk to... Sam Levine, supposedly I can't manage because I know too much about Star Wars. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, but it was cool. I was like, you know, there's all these gigantic matches of the season, but you're not going to get more promoted than this one. This is like, you know, the dungeon makes headlines even if we don't win. You know, this, this match is one of the most anticipated matches of the entire season or last season even. I'm sure people were asking for it last season. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. So yeah, Molly with, we didn't know who Molly would be playing, but, uh, but it was, uh, I think it was a pretty easy choice that Molly should be in the tournament. I was going to say, can I say one more quick thing, Jay? Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I saw the comment. What's up, Amaru? Amaru? <laughs> Amaru? Hey. Uh, Mr. Adam Witt, sir, how are you? Hello, sir. I'm doing good. It's Saturday morning. I, uh, you know, I should have, I meant to throw on cartoons. It's Saturday morning. I watch cartoons on Saturday morning still, but I threw on Star Wars for the theme. Yeah, I noticed that. I was watching (laughs) with Aaron there. Um, Hey, take a wild guess what road I will be driving down later tonight. High Street in Oxford, Ohio. No, Diamond <laughs> Mill Road. Oh, man. Diamond Mill Road. That's right. I have to repost. Or I have to send that uh, interview to a bunch of my relatives because I forgot how many things, how many little details about Ohio we got into there. Yeah, Diamond Mill Road. Right on. Well, wave at the uh, the old church or the old church as you go by, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyone who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Adam was on uh, was one of my guests on speak or uh, from birth to Schmodown. Yeah. One on one, in depth, and and I mean, I knew he was from Dayton, but come to find out that <laughs> he, uh, he lived in a town about 20, 25 minutes down the road from where I lived at the same time. 
I, uh, think, I think but, our pets had the same veterinarian, I think, if we might yeah. have figured out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, good times. Very interesting and fun one. Um, thank you for your time here. Uh, yeah. Okay, I got a question for you. I was I was saying this as a joke earlier, and obviously right. it's still a joke, but I don't. There might be some truth. This is all very silly what we're doing here. I, I, I would add that to the conversation I came in on about sports talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, no, my question. Okay, so if a man is is it possible that this could happen, and has it ever happened to your knowledge without calling anyone out? Say, uh, we'll just say your faction, and we'll say uh, we'll use. Uh, Damon versus Damon is an example. Um, now, how likely or how possible is it, is it that Kaiser could be like, well, you know, Adam knows a lot about Star Wars, so I think maybe I'll be busy for that match and uh, uh -huh. I delegate the managing duties to Adam, or if it's an inner geekdom and I'll delegate the managing to so-and-so for that match. I mean, I was joking when I said it, but... Really, who would know different? Uh, is that something that, that you're aware of that has ever happened? Well, I don't think that has. In fact, that was a real conversation I referenced there where Sam's like, uh, you know, this is a while back. Uh, I forget which match I managed. Uh, Hoey was Star Wars match. Was that against the usual suspects? I think so. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And Kaiser was, you know, Kaiser was out for uh, two months because he was in Hawaii and the time zone at Never worked out. Gave me a great opportunity to take us from second place to first place. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but I uh, but no no that was never any strategy. It just worked out nicely. Uh, but the question I would have is, and again, a brief conversation I had with uh, Sam before one of the matches. But I don't know why would you make sure to get a guy, a third base coach who's never played third base and doesn't know anything about it. You're like, let's no, no, no. Second base coach, or you know, first base coach for the whole field. We just only first base coaches. We don't want people that have, have experience in the outfield. It just doesn't make any sense. I mean, if you put together a crew that is capable of managing as well as playing, that's not everybody. It's not. It's not. It's not a lateral move. Like, oh, I've answered a few questions. Maybe I'll go in there and, you know, try and manage a little bit. I feel like I got a special position because I had a little experience managing because, well, I mean, I actually had managed last season when Kaiser couldn't make it. And, you know, it's not, it's not a, it's a dumb, it's a dumb thing we're doing here. So like, yeah, why not? You know, why wouldn't you have Mara, uh, you know, manage uh, 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 Parker on an IG match? That would make complete sense. Uh, you know, and so is that against the rules? I've been told by someone who may have been playing me, pre-match who might have been trying to get in my head pre-match that it's not allowed but i don't think that's true <laughs> that's interesting ASG. So, yes so uh question i had is we uh know next year or at least i i believe they're saying there won't be a draft or a free agency uh, the same way there has been in the past couple of years yeah so uh my question for you is will you and paul still be having some kind of roster recap um oh. at the end of the year I got, how will we do that this time? The our our, our for your consideration pre-draft yeah. uh, roast, basically. Basically. Uh, well, actually, you know what's going to replace that is the show on December the night after the spectacular. Was it December fourth or fifth? I forget. Is spectacular, but the night after it is the show at the Mint with uh, Ben Bateman and Alex Marzonia, and we keep adding people to it. Uh, they're playing 
it's 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 all the best of the Schmodown musicians, and it's hosted by Paul and I. And so so far as we've been talking about it, that's going to be the roast. So I don't know if that show is going to get recorded, but that's probably will be where we might roast the room a little bit. And uh, and that's on a that's on a Sunday, right? Yeah, spectaculars on a Saturday, right? Okay. So, so I can't remember one of them's on the fourth, one of them's on the fifth. To help you out, uh, for anyone who wants to purchase tickets to that, December fifth. <laughs> the fifth, okay, yeah, because the fourth is uh, is yeah. So that's going to be an amazing. You know, that's that that's probably going to replace our. That's going to be our roast for the year since there's no draft. Well, what's going on? Hey, Adam, how hey, you doing today? Hey, Shug, how's it going? We got the whole gang here. We do, we do, we do have the whole gang here, and uh, we're here to happy Saturday morning. Who's who happy watched Saturday cartoons this morning? I did not. I was an adult and had to go wash clothes. I did, yeah. Ah, Wade watched. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Usually, I start uh, my morning. I just put this on for theme Star Wars, but uh, usually, I got cartoons on. There you go. What's your favorite cartoon, Adam? My favorite cartoon, probably uh, Mask. Mm. Mobile Armored Strike Command. I found that on, I mean, I as a kid, I loved that cartoon because I loved any cartoon connected to a toy. Like, I watched them all. Like, I watched Visionaries and Humanoids. I still have a bunch of tapes of all these old uh, things. Uh, so, I thought you were talking about the cartoon based on the movie. <laughs> no, they did one of those, too. No, yeah. this, is, this is a ripoff of G.I. Joe and Transformers and Raiders of the Lost Ark all at once. If you go on Tubi, it's called Mask, and they have every season. And what was ridiculous about these 80s cartoon shows, Biker Mars from Mars. Yeah, that was towards the end game of uh, Saturday morning cartoons. That was a little more early 90s, maybe. But, uh, uh, but uh, so they have, I mean, they, they cranked these cartoons out. These cartoons are the most shoddily animated things, but I just love them. That they, you had one goal, sell toys, and then they gave all these artists... You know, like Larry Hama and G.I. Joe. And like, hey, look, we just got a guy. He's got a, you know, he's got a laser gun. Give him a story. You know, so I like G.I. Joe Transformers and Mask are, are really fun because of the toy element. But on Tubi, Mask is so enjoyable. It's the it's the perfect combo. Raiders, G.I. Joe, Transformers. Because the cars transform into other G.I. Joe weapons. It's crazy. They, Adam, I got a great story for you then. If, yeah. if you Do you remember the, the cartoon? It, I don't know if it was Air Commando or... But it was commando something. It was the ones that used to hook on to the thing and like glide. Okay, Sky I commanders. wanted those Sky Commanders. There you go. So Sky I commanders. wanted, I wanted that uh, those toys, and I begged my grand. Oh, uh oh, he's falling. Love the shirt too. Adam Wick getting something yes. to show us here, everybody. You, you, you did got want him. those toys? Yes, I might have. Yes. Sky Commanders. Have, okay, at hand. For Saturday so, morning viewing. <laughs> so Adam, my I wanted those toys, okay? Yeah. And my aunt, I told my aunt, I want those toys. Which all she heard was Commando. Went to Hollywood, and on Christmas, I got a uh, a toy of Arnold Schwarzenegger <gasps> from the movie Commando. Oh wow! That <laughs> Not is... what I wanted, but was one of my favorite toys. Oh, it came with the. He came in with his big old knife, all the guns. He had all the war paint on, and it was it was like this big, and I yeah, loved it. It was I, huge. Yeah, I, mean, I was so disappointed, but then so happy at when I realized what it was and everything. Because yeah. when I got it, I was like, "Oh, I, that's not what I wanted." And then I, I, she gave it to me, and I was like, "Okay, well, oh, I that's like mu this. that's much rarer. That's like saying I uh, wish I had it still. I wish oh, I had it still. Wow. That thing's probably so rare. Yeah, it was yeah. from the movie Commando. And then I go, "Mom, what's this movie Commando?" She's like, "Oh, put it on." 
I put that movie on at like eight years old, watching it. I mean, he That's cuts the guy's head off with a, or is his forehead off with a with a saw blade? Oh, that's not even the, when he drops Sunny. It's the best part. Remember right? when I told you I kill you last? I, I you lied. lied. I What a great villain! Going into the other people's room next door, all that shit, man. Oh that, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I know exactly. I, I, I eat green berets for breakfast. I was like, what is he talking about? I'm eight <laughs> years old. Like, what? Is, what? <laughs> uh, but all those weapons. Like, has anybody ever seen that rocket launcher which fires four rockets ever again? <laughs> I'm like, is that only invented for that movie? I felt like it's all a military game. thing, but yeah, Call of Duty. Oh, yeah. Call of Duty game. Oh wow. That's awesome to get the short. But that's amazing. That's like sending your mom is to go, I want a, a large Star Wars figure. And she comes back with that very rare 79 alien figure. You know? Yeah. Sa- same theory is that they're like, space stuff is big with kids. Quick, get the alien action figures out there. <laughs> same thing with Commando. It's like, oh, G.I. Joe is huge. We should make a giant Commando action figure. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, only in yeah. the 80s could a film like that get a kid's action figure. Yeah, rated R movie. <laughs> oh, that movie was so, that movie was so bad. <laughs> it, it's just so funny how confused the marketplace was and how behind, like, people were to be like, I don't think we should do this. I mean, you even got all the <laughs> way through, like, uh, you know, Batman Returns had toys at uh, at Taco Bell. They didn't quite understand that some things do that, some some things don't. You know. <laughs> so yeah. I, I have a sorry, oh. an, a cartoon related question. Uh, you know, there's you know always talk of expanding the Star Wars division to include the uh, television shows, including the oh, yeah. cartoons. So just uh, wanted to get your view on that. Uh, oh, that, well, that's inevitable. I love that the FCL did it this season because the FCL found such cool little ways or is still finding cool ways to differentiate themselves. They had a all-wrestling trivia match. That was, like, radical and new. But um, but changing up the Star Wars formula, well, not only that, I call their, their Star Wars trivia Star Wars trivia for humans <laughs> because uh, you can actually play along with the FCL Star Wars questions. And, you know, it makes me feel good because I'm like, I think I'd have the belt. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I would have at least won one match, but uh, but um, but that's a great. I mean, it's inevitable, you know. And Thomas Harper said uh, in one Let's of the conversations I was on a show with him uh, that it, it, Star Wars is already dipped into or long dipped into non movie related stuff because you go one level back from the movies to find the name of this character. You have to go to a book. We're already yeah. into books, you know. So it's there's no slice that says Star Wars books, and there probably won't be next season. But small screen Star Wars, I, I there's got to be no way that doesn't show up next season. And in a division where things are always decided by one point, um, I mean, even my match with with uh, Harper was decided by very few points, which is ridiculous. I should that should have been a blowout, but uh, but. Uh, you know, I know so you should have blown him out, Wit. I should have blown him out. You should have. You should be the champion right now. What's going on? Man? Come on, where's my belt? <laughs> I'm gonna make my own belt. That's that's there what has go. to happen next. I'm just gonna make a belt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but so so yeah, that's inevitable, and that's gonna start slicing. I mean, if you get a small screen Star Wars five pointer, it's gonna start nice and easy. You look at the stuff on the FCL, and you're like, uh, you know what? What race is Bosk in in Mandalorian or the whatever? <laughs> you know, they'll ask you these sort of related questions or whatever. Who plays Mayfeld? You know, things like that. So, but you get a five-point 
small screen Star Wars question, you know, and you, you will have had to have done maybe a little more homework. And watching the shows for homework means you're not watching Return of the Jedi to miss that dialogue question that's always been a sticky point for some competitors, you know, the the, the quotes and stuff. So yeah. you really, you know, you could divide the attention of the people who are trying to train. We call it training. It is just watching Star Wars. But, uh, but uh, yeah, that's I, I think that's inevitable for next season. There's, well, I can't I can't imagine they wouldn't do it. Well, Adam, when I had uh, Andrew uh, DiMolanta on yeah. our show, uh, he was talking about maybe switching the slices instead of movies, uh, certain uh, specific categories, meaning That's like, you know, yeah. uh, a slice on Luke Skywalker, Dark Vader, you know, right. vehicles, you know, lightsabers, villains, oh. heroes, you know. Oh, that's smart. Um, yeah, he was saying because then you know, but I, I always I would thought well whoever has whoever got the Yoda slice down they're just gonna destroy everybody in the game because they just put the Yoda slice and know everything about Yoda. Uh, yeah. But he was he was talking about that and that that would help. Oh, that's great. That would help out more because the one thing about Star Wars, which I love Star Wars, I think it's kind of shaved the schmo down. The slices are just the movie, so it's like we yeah. already know. But could you imagine like okay, we have. These generic slices, you oh. get to put slices. And let's say you're really good at everything Han Solo, and yeah. you they get you know they get spinner you know opponent's choice. You're like ah, give them Han Solo. It it, it makes it more niche. You know yeah. you have to now know things, and I think that's one thing uh, the Schmodown needs to look at to make the Star Wars division because the Star Wars division, like you obviously said, you should have won some matches, but it's one of the toughest it's competitive tough. divisions. And so I yeah. think it's getting better. We have a lot more people. There's a lot more people seeing it that would say, you know what? I think I can compete. So I think yeah. doing that with the wheel slices will make it very interesting. I think it would be yeah, make it better. The difference between a Rogue One slice and a Chirrut M-Way slice is <laughs> vast, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a really good idea because, you know, the, the, the wheel right now is set up as it would have been eight years ago in the Schmodown, you know, movies. And some broader topics and Spanish yeah. choice or whatever, if you put that on the wheel. But um, so it really is kind of like old school how the how the wheel set up, whereas Star Wars obviously is a very different division than the rest of it. You know, it, I guess it would be the equivalent in reverse of if you went in a regular showdown match and one of the wheel slices was the Taken movies or was just like oh, Cable Guy. You know, I mean, yeah. can you imagine if you went and, and the slices were Cable Guy uh, or, or, you know, uh, uh, American Graffiti, uh, you know, uh, Harrison Ford in Heroes. But, uh, you know, like it would be because then Star Wars, you're getting the specific movies. You never get those in the regular Schmodown. So that would be a perfect reversal because the regular Schmodown isn't set up by movies. It's set up by themes. So, yeah. So, yeah, that makes a, a whole lot of sense. And it's the sort of thing you don't see the perspective on until you've played a season like this where you're like, everybody won or lost by one point this season, you know? so Or, or you know, very few. Uh, yeah, yeah, we didn't. We, I don't question. think we're, ASG, when's the last time we seen a knockout in, in Star Wars? It was... In Star Wars? It might have been when Alex Damon won the championship. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's the last time we've, we've saw a it's knockout. It's definitely been a while. <laughs> You know, and so, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, uh, um, uh, Adam, because this is I, I love the Star Wars. Division. I think that Twitch, it's great. Uh, that Twitch uh, tournament saved the division, made the division better and made it one of the best divisions 
Yeah, over those... IG personally. I personally say over IG. A lot of I get yelled at a lot about that. I know Amaru's <laughs> in the chat, so he's gonna yell at me. But I like Star Wars. I think Star Wars, this division is one of the best divisions. It it you you have to be on your game. And if you're not, you, you, you like we said, you could have beat Harper. You could have been the, the title holder right now. And ridiculous, and, right? It's yeah. it's possible. It is actually possible. That's how thinly sliced that that league is. And look how he's played. He's played um, tremendous. He's played, you know, Andrew Dimolanta. Dimolanta went perfect against uh, against uh, Damon, you know, and then they had that rough matchup the next one. And then against yeah. Kelly, he had – it was a real rough match. But, I mean, it, ca- it came down to very close points. And so, yeah, we want to watch a rough match. We want to watch people struggle. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, I really think Star Wars is everything the Schmodown is in a microcosm. Like everything we love about the gameplay of the Schmodown in Star Wars, it is the high microscope. And you know, every once in a while, you'll get those those questions. Well, IG is those type of questions too. They're just so zoomed in, and and you widen out to the to the regular. But when you get down to the fives in the regular uh, MTS, you know, it it comes down to what's the license plate number on uh, you know the the car in the Godfather or whatever. It's it's it's. But to have a whole division that plays at that level it just really focusing in on the absolute ridiculous minutiae and that's what you're there for to enjoy that that's it's it, it really is it's the it's everything the schmo the, everything we love about the regular schmodown is what star wars is you know absolutely um now adam i would like to get your thoughts here uh we got a few minutes left uh in this segment this interview with you and i would like to know uh how do you see this star wars tournament playing out the bracket um who do, who do you think has got the best shot to take it all the way uh you have to show me the bracket it's been a <laughs> hot minute since i looked at it it's uh gold leaders playing laura kelly and alex damon's playing uh oh okay nikki demonta yeah. oh okay laura kelly versus nikki uh i mean that's i'm gonna say i mean nikki came out and played amazing uh but of course she played amazing but it's just she was an unknown quantity after her first match was hoey right i think i mean yeah that that was was the match. yeah uh, uh, yeah and uh i mean what a great debut and then and then did she win her first matchup in this yeah yes. she, beat, she beat ross who was high, highly oh. talked about by by thomas harper the den you know he a lot of people yeah talked about him so but ross is an fcl you know, uh, uh, guy. I mean, he, he won a few matches at FCL. Those are, those are lower grade star Wars questions. So it's, it would be a tough move. I would think for Ross, especially, and then going against Nikki DiMolanta. Well, but he had the lead going in and then it just, uh, if he made the, if he got his five pointer, he would have won, but he, uh, you know, it was a very tough question, you know? So, Oh, Oh, okay. Well, I, I see, I have, I'm, I'm way behind <laughs> on match. Yeah. Proved himself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, also, yeah, you know, once you get warmed up as well, and then then you know you're playing Nikki DiMolanta, you know, you sit down and make sure you watch all of the movies. Uh, but I still take Laura Kelly. Laura Kelly, I, I feel like, especially even personality-wise, that's she's just a uh, she's got that steely. Uh, she's hard to to penetrate. She doesn't crack a smile. Uh, Nikki is much more affable, and that's what can throw you off too. And go, oh, maybe she's not taking this as seriously as Andrew. Who's like, you know, like he's a white feels feels like to me like a white knuckle player. Nikki doesn't feel like a white knuckle player. Mm-hmm. Neither does Laura Kelly. But I think there's an even cooler edge to to Laura Kelly that would just start to psych you out of just be like she is unflappable. She hasn't missed. 
and then you slowly get that into your back of mind. You're like, ah, it's 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 probably not in the cards for me. Just you know. And then who what was the other matchup? Well, it's Nikki Demolanta versus Alex Damon, and then uh, Laura oh, Kelly versus, versus Alex. Alex. Yeah. Sorry. I, it's I, okay. I, no, no, you're good. And then it's uh, uh, Laura Kelly versus uh, Gold Leader. Oh, Laura versus Gold Leader. Laura versus Gold Leader. Okay, let me talk about that then. Uh, yeah, that's Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, well, again, as we've said here, anybody can win. I mean, absolutely, a gold leader could win. Uh, but boy, what a great matchup of personalities, though. I mean, even going off of what I was sorry, I was talking about, I thought it was Nikki versus Laura. But uh, but the difference in personalities in those matchups is what's fun to watch because gold leaders like Mr. Affable going to throw some you know, jabs your way, but then Laura can respond to none of those and then just cut him in half with one line, you know? And <laughs> so that, that's, that's a, that's a fun one. Um, yeah. So I would take, I would take Laura Kelly there and Nikki versus Alex. Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> I actually, uh, yeah. And, and watching those two personalities mesh, that's going to be a good match. I actually can't call that one. I don't think. Um, I mean, you, you tend to think Alex, but Alex has had a lot of close games and, uh, and Nikki, boy, she knows her stuff, man. There was a, there's a question in the, in the John Hoey match from her that afterwards we're like, I've never, ever heard that. There's like a, a layer that the Bespin is on that has breathable air. And what is the name of that layer that, that life can exist on Bespin? Like, what? I mean, that's, oh. that's nuts. Yeah. And she knew it. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, she's got, yeah. And I also think like Nikki, like, and also the thing is, you know, we talk about bringing in other things like TV shows and books. I think someone like Nikki's probably read all the books, seen all the shows like that. You wanna, after... Adam, do you want to know something? She yeah. just became a fan of Star Wars two years ago. Get the hell out of here. That's oh, a true story. How that's long have, have her and Andrew been together? They've been together for a minute, but she really started when Andrew joined the Schmodown, that's when she started watching Star Wars yeah. with him and paying attention, which right. was two years ago when he when he debuted again in the five way. She's yeah. only been a fan. So two and a half years of being a Star well, Wars fan. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, and maybe she's riding on some luck too. But but also just exactly you know, if you're a fan and you're just discovering it in a way, uh, in a true fan way, then maybe she's just absorbing all the stuff. I mean Lucky guy. I don't know if I've ever dated anyone that even likes Star Wars, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, Adam, uh, thank you very much for the for for his time in the interview. I do have a question for you. Um, sure. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do Frenchie's corner for about five minutes. Okay. Do you want to hang around for five sure. minutes? Flip side of that, we'll have you, ASG, and Aaron give your thoughts on what Shug and I are about to argue. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay, that sounds All good. We'll see you on the flip side. All right. Uh, Frenchie, uh, let's get this going on for a special edition of Frenchie's Corner. Uh, Suge is going to be joining me for this one, and we'll go ahead and bring up, even though he's not here. It is still Frenchie. I, I, I'm Frenchie. I'm not as good looking, but I am Frenchie. All right. There you go. Okay. So for this Frenchie's Corner, the question of debate today is, uh, let me pull up here. Will Alex Damon win the title back from Harper at Spectacular? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have to say after watching uh, Damon versus Damon, 
Yes, absolutely he will. Dude, if Alex Damon, uh, a grown man, is not afraid to uh, to win a, a competition against his wife, uh, then yeah, that man is ready and, and definitely willing to go all the way. I'm not... I'm not betting against a man who's willing to shut his wife down in a tournament. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to comment on that, but I'm going to disagree with you. He's absolutely not going to win his belt from Harper, and there's two reasons why. One is gold leader, but two is the next person he has to play. The person that lives in the same house as that person is 3 and 0 versus the demo, versus the demons. He knows how to beat the demons. And when I when I talk about Andrew Dimolanta, I always said he has the cojones to to go up against, you know, Alex Damon to live up to fight that that over that big, you know, hey, I haven't lost a Star Wars match ever. Well, Nikki Dimolanta is his wife, and she probably taught him how, gave him that confidence. She's gonna have that confidence, and I think he's not gonna get through Nikki Dimolanta. And if he does get through Nikki. Goal leader is going to be right there or Laura Kelly. So I think those are three huge obstacles for Alex to get through. And I really think he's going to have a lot of a hard time. Suge. Uh, okay. Suge. I can't believe I have to explain this to you, my friend. Uh, sure. I'm single. I've been single the vast majority of my life. Um, you should, you should, you should understand exactly where I'm coming from. That is my only argument and defense for, for my reasoning of saying, yes, he will. And I stand by it, dude. If a, you know, okay. Cause yes, obviously it is real life. You're playing the competition, but then there's like real life. If like, I, I'm staying by it, dude. If you as a man are willing to beat your wife in, in a, in a really big uh, competition and tournament like this, Dude, you you have no worries and no cares, and you are ready to do anything it takes to make it to the end. And I cannot bet against that. That's like a hungry dog, dude. You can't. But they've, been do, but they've been doing it for years, Jay. They've been playing in DragonCon, and he's beating but her a couple. Not, not on this level, though. This is a DragonCon. Very look at if anything, if anything, and I think Adam would agree. DragonCon has proven. That Dragon Con players can hang in the Schmodown. You have oh, five, sure. yeah. five Dragon Con players that came into the Schmodown. Two of them have been champions. The other two have played really well. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, uh, and the other three have played very well. So I think that's proven anything. I think Dragon Con is is on par with the Schmodown as far as questions and knowing as Star Wars knowledge. But I just think. I think on it, I'm going to here, I'm going to give a, if anybody knows sports, I'm going to, I'm going to give this uh, uh, to try to give this a thing. Alex Damon to me is the Ronda Rousey of the Schmodown. She, he dominated for so long, but then people started coming in and started adjusting to, to, to Ronda and was able to start beating her. I think the same thing's happening with Alex Damon. Alex Damon has been so dominant. Then now you have people saying, okay, well, I'm going to change up my studies. I'm going to study this way. I'm going to really get my knowledge really tight and and and, and know the Schmodown gameplay. And now it's caught up to him. And Because if you look at it, he hasn't, in his matches that he's played, they've been real, like like Adam said, close and things like that. That wasn't Alex, Alex Damon years prior. We were like, hopefully he doesn't blow somebody out. And now that's, that, that rhetoric's changed. It's, it's, it's the, 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 
the skill level is very closer than it used to be. We saw that with Dimelanta. We saw that with, with other people. So You're misguided, my friend. You are misguided. Um, I've been told that a couple of times. <laughs> I agree with what you said. Okay, but I'm but I still stand by what I said, and I feel it trumps everything in the world. If you're willing on the highest level of competition to beat your wife, then uh, I would never do it. Not even my wife, my girlfriend. I would never do it, dude. I would, I would, I would, I would, I would never do it. But let's see what the uh, what the crew and uh, and Mr. Adam Witt thinks about uh, what we've been talking about. Whoa. Okay. Well. There we, there we go. <laughs> I was about to say, first of all, I heard uh, there was similar talk on uh, POV, but phrasing about beating your wife. <laughs> but, uh... Well, this this is this is a good time to mention that my my uh, reaction to the match uh, with Molly versus Alex got cut down significantly. So <laughs> I went on a rant about that Alex wants to take on the mantle of wife beater. He beat his wife. <laughs> I went on a whole thing and then cut that straight out. We we knew that would get cut out, but it was cracking everybody up. So that was fun. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Alex, the wife beater, Damon. That was my new name for him. Uh, got cut out of the pojo. Uh, but hey, the joke's right there. We all, you guys, all ended up there as well. And it's not funny, obviously. Uh, in in uh, unless you're being silly like we are, because uh, he yeah. defeated yeah. her in battle. He didn't actually abuse his wife, which is de unacceptable. De defeat your significant others in trivia. Never actually beat them. Right. Uh, okay, so so what they're saying here is because the guy had the cojones to to go, I'm willing to sleep in the car, but I because I want to win the opportunity to go all the way, right? Because whoever wins this tournament, that's who's playing Harper, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I guess that's a good point. I do have to wonder if Alex is over being the champion in a weird way does he like it was it was the most important thing to alex to hold on to that title and obviously one of the biggest heartbreaks of of his career losing it to andrew and then losing the the follow-up match as well at that point does he go and, and and you know what and playing molly and and alex that's fun that is super fun for them. I could tell you you know the week the couple of days before they went to the dragon you know i i, I was you know, I got on with Molly, you know, doing a little bit of training and stuff, but those two were just like, look, we got a lot of stuff going on. We we know as much about Star Wars as we know. We don't have a lot of time to, like, buckle down. So that was a very fun match for them. And I kind of wonder if he's found the fun in it, but Thomas Harper is still, is now in the place where he's like, I must hold on to this at all costs. Alex doesn't have that in his head. Alex is still playing for fun. And, of course, you wake up, Alex in the middle of the night, untrained, un, you know, hasn't watched the movies in a month. He's going to beat everybody. You know, I mean, he's just, he's still, you know, he's, the guy is is brutal. But I, I do wonder if he's reached the point where it's like, oh, I found the fun in this again. You know, after playing Molly, rather than the intensity, which can make it not that much fun at all. You know, I mean, the white knuckling a match, white knuckling your study, it it can, it can make it not that fun. And 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 as yeah. I I say as a coach all the time, don't forget why we're here. We love movies, and this is fun. And you know, if you stay loose, you know, it's a, that there's maybe your boxing analogy too. The guy that comes out and he's, well, he's got his jab ready, but he's all, oh, wait, did I get to that chance. And the and the sort of Muhammad Ali, you know, you, you could swing at me all day. I'm just going to kind of be right here. So maybe that gives Alex an advantage. That's a long analysis there, 
but that Alex is now playing for fun with all the knowledge in the world. And and now Thomas Harper has got to hold on to that belt. So who does that favor? I don't know. But what to you support guys? your point, I think uh, Demolanta said as much when uh, uh, he was on some other shows about how you know he took things very seriously on the exchange last year and that uh, that he played kind of more tight. And now that he's on the Mercs, that he has that loose funness with the knowledge, and that has helped his, uh, that has helped him yeah. uh, this year. I mean, so yeah, he's a little more of a coy player now. He's more of a quirky Merc. So it's and I, I think that's 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 lost him some matches. But again, I think there's we're we're seeing a difference, a different type of Alex Damon than we started the season with. Certainly a different one than we had all last season. That now, now he's free to not have the reputation of guy who's never lost the belt or, or, or you know, right. uh, always defended the belt or all these sort of things. Now Harper has all that. Uh, oh, are you going to be? Are you going to be able to defend? Are you going to be able to defend again? Are you, you know, all this stuff that plays in your head and that takes some of the fun out of it. So I think uh, Damon would be playing a more fun version of Star Wars Schmodown than Harper, who's not going to have as much fun, and maybe that doesn't appeal to him and maybe mentally it's like all right lose the belt so we can have fun with this again i don't know so yeah, yeah. so to answer the question at hand though i i think that yes he has alex damon has done well in the past and he'll continue to do great but i don't think it's anymore as a lock that oh he's definitely gonna run through things no and that uh you know he's never played these rookies before you know nikki demolanta or Gold Leader, if he has to play Gold Leader, he has played Laura Kelly before, but not this version of Laura Kelly. Uh, hey, what's your uh, opinion on this? Uh, yeah, I, I actually I, I like your point, Adam. It's the fact that for the longest time, there's that pressure on your shoulders of like yeah. everyone expects this of you. Everyone's going in matches, and if they're not supporting you, then it's the is this person going to do it? Is this person going to do it? Um, the reason I, I don't know if I can like put my weight on he's going to run through and beat Harper because I think again it is a thing of no one's beat Harper yet so just like when Damon hadn't lost it's going to be who's the one to do it but right. the thing that Damon has done that Nikki DiMolanta gold leader or Laura Kelly haven't done is he's won a belt and defended a belt multiple times Laura and gold leader have had those high matches already and they've never won it and Nikki DeMolanta is the newest of the bunch, so she hasn't got there yet. So he has the advantage of the pressure of getting to the hill. And then it's just once it gets there, I think kind of like with him versus DeMolanta, it's just on the day. It's eh, what happens, happens. We both know they know their shit. Yeah. DeMolanta, Let's. It's DeMolanta. DeMolanta. I apologize. Okay. No, no, not your fault. Everybody's been saying it wrong. Nikki I corrected me right. finally. I say it right. I always have. Just want to point that out because I'm yeah. not everybody. Just want to say that. No, I'm just. I mean, I really have, but okay. Uh, you know, I'm well. Not, in yeah. anybody's defense of saying Demolanta, it's because uh, one of their uh, call signs uh, on uh, twi Twitter is like Demi, right? It's not Demi. Yeah, that's, yeah just, you would actually pronounce that Demi. You know? Yeah, we had her on a show like last week, <laughs> or no, I because I watch her Beyond the Schmodown show, and she's like, "Yeah, it's Demolanta," and I was like, "Oh, we need to start saying it correctly." So when we had her on a show, we kept saying, it. "We're all Demolanta, Demolanta, Demolanta." Yeah. So I just I was gonna say know. then then Andrew is very nice. So I've met him once and he did not correct me once. So yeah, <laughs> I don't, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Andrew said no. Nah, I don't correct people. Yeah, I've, I've never had anyone correct me. So uh, you should go lowercase i, and that would help that out, and that would brand it. <laughs> that make them branded as well. D. Oh yeah, uh, Mr. Mr. Witt, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it, and thank you for your insight and uh, answering our questions. 
Thank you for calling whatever I did today insight. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, believe it or not, you gave us a lot of it. I thought so, at least. So, for sure. All right. Well, it's Thank nice. You. It's nice to getting on here and doing a little sports talk with the Schmodown. Yes, I love it. It's, for me, it's the only way to talk about the Schmodown. <laughs> right. Right. Take uh, it way too seriously. That's always that's the fun thing, right? <laughs> the best way. To, that's the best way to do it, is take a, yeah. argue with people. Tell them I'm not going to talk to you anymore because you said something bad about Adam Witt. Like he, yeah, he's 0 4, but you know what? He's great. Screw you. I'm done talking to you. You're blocked now. That's the best way to talk about it. Make make the neighbors pound on the ceiling. Wait, we're talking sports down here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you very much for your time and uh, uh, good luck to your faction here for the rest of this season. Yeah, right. It's uh, it's getting fun. It's getting interesting. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. Have yeah, a great yeah, yeah. day, sir. Thank All you. All right. Take care, thank guys. You. Thanks for everything you do. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Adam Witt, everyone. Uh, God, I love talking to him. And like I said, it was crazy. I knew he was from Dayton, which I grew up 45 minutes from Dayton pretty much my whole life other than a short time I lived in Houston, Texas. But uh, – but, yeah, to find out that he lived 20 minutes down the road at the same time as I was living, that, that blew my mind. Uh, but, okay, everybody, we are going to uh, – we're going to just do an open discussion thing here. Uh, for the. I've got some topics here, but we are going to backtrack because we did not get to the Lon Harris uh, uh, Ohio represent. I love Adam Witt. such a great guy. Um, uh, so we're going to talk about the Lon Harris and uh, the Dan Merle match. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> this was, I mean, it was a good match as far as like competition and stuff. It was a good, oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, before I think there's a couple controversial things you, you guys want to talk about. Um, I, I'm actually not aware because uh, I've been busy these days. Uh, just one thing I want to, to, to mention is, and I'm sorry for this, this is. Personal and not personal at the same time, and I usually don't lose my nerve. But what the fuck are you doing, Lon? What the fuck? <laughs> the, oh, multiple choice doesn't make a difference. You would have won. You would have gave a point to your faction. This is why your faction is in the bottom. Not only just you, but get your shit together and learn the game. Wow. Okay. Um... Y'all really trying not to get nominated for podcast of the year, huh? Yeah. Just get all <laughs> You're gonna get nominated, Jay and Frenchie. Don't worry about it. Uh, well, go ahead, Jay. I, 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 I didn't I didn't realize he felt that strongly about it. Um uh, <laughs> and, uh and, and that's fine, dude. Hey man, as long as you know, he just, nothing, look, nothing uh, terrible. I, was I, I was harsh and I'm not not usually harsh. It takes a lot, but I, I've been seeing every time I see him, there's always something off more and more. Like he doesn't give a crap. And this jokes and this and that, it, it just for me, it's like I feel bad for Winston. Winston like has good compliments and everything, but at the same time, it's like you could have won the match, and it's a simple philosophy. You don't know, you don't want a two point steal, just do it. And you know, here and there, it's okay, but there's like li these little lacks in Lon Harris's game that never gets fixed because he doesn't seem to want to take the time to fix them and understand the strategy. And again, it's important for, for factions. Money is on the line. Pride is on the line. Uh, and, and I don't know, man. It just I, I've seen him go this downhill um, this, this season that I, I just couldn't hold it in. I, 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 again, I'm really sorry, Londa. I, I'm not usually like this, and I'm sorry. Winston, 
just it's frustrating as a fan as as someone that if i would have the chance and the knowledge skill to be able to play the game i would give my all to understand how i could bring my faction the most i can and not just oh 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 we're not first no you're not like yeah. you know like stop it yeah, no, very, very fair points from, from Frenchie there. And, and I, I mean, I'll be honest, I felt the same way about Elon all season. It, it feels something is definitely off. I do get the impression at, at times and more times than not that he just kind of, I, I hate to say doesn't care, but he's not as invested as he should be for being in the schmodown. We'll put it that way. And another thing is I wonder – and this is not a slight, or a, or not a slight, the bet, but this is not a knock on anyone. But I honestly wonder how many players in the Schmodown, the attitude toward them is like, and we're talking about Lon Harris right now, so I'll just say Lon as an example. But it's Lon, you know. Yes, he's looking off. He maybe doesn't, you know, maybe doesn't care as much. He's joking around when he could have won and, and he could bring points to the faction. Everything Frenchie just said. But I wonder how, and not just Lon, but how many players an attitude toward them is, but it's Lon, or it's Merle, or it's so-and-so, where it's like, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I like Lon, Merle, and so-and-so too, but this is a competition, and damn it, you're here to win. You're here to help your faction, and and, and, and nothing is, per it's not personal to point out that people seem like they don't care or people aren't as invested as they should be. Um, it, it's it's not personal to point that stuff out. I agree with everything Frenchie said, his observations and whatnot. Um, I've wondered those same things myself. Uh, you, uh, uh, so I was going to say with your thoughts on like people saying like, oh, it's lawn. I feel like from an audience perspective, that comes down to more how you view it. So like obviously the whole point of this show and your perspective and Frenchie's perspective, and to an extent, everyone's perspective who's here to discuss is the sports angle, right? It's This is a competition. There is money on the line. Statistically, I don't think they can win anymore, even if they won every match left. But the point being, you started out with money on the line. Some people are here more so for the entertainment value of it. And you can't say he doesn't at least try to entertain every time he shows up. So I think that's where that aspect comes from with certain people where it's like like the real rejects right they've never been players who are putting up the best performances even when they win they have the legitimate look of oh shit we won really um but they're entertaining so people don't really seem to have a problem that despite the fact they're in the hole with like a negative five record they keep coming back to play because they make it fun while they're there i think Juan very much falls into that so if you're not a fan who's coming at it with a hard sports look you might not care as much and I had an issue with real, uh, real rejects too. But it's, I, <laughs> I, 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 I have to admit, it, it, it's what? I'm yeah, sorry, sorry, French, not at you. Just getting me thinking about the whole. Yeah, uh, Alba not taking it serious yeah, it, whatsoever really gets me. But go for, ahead, sorry. For me, it's it's kind of the same way. But me, it's it, like it was that one moment, right? But for me, Elon has been progressive, and it's always a, it's always his post interview matches that really get me. Like it, it, it's it's I don't know. I mean, you you got a partner and um you got a partner and a manager that gives blood, sweat, and tears to try to prep you, and 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 you don't learn from your your mistakes, and you do this almost self deprecating um, jokes about your own faction. It's 
I don't know. I, I maybe I don't get his humor, and I just don't get the character. I'm not sure if he's is the person or not, and it's part of his character. But I'm strong on learning from your mistakes. I'm strong on giving your all, and you put your your heart into something. You rip out your heart, and you freaking do it. And it's just he's starting to really piss me off. I, I, I it's the last of my rant. I'm sorry. I, I'm going. Do you, do you? Uh, well, uh, do you think oh. his character has had a negative impact? The switch to a character yeah. that the whole point is he doesn't care. Oh, I'm where? Do you think that has actually hurt him in real performance? Yes. It, it was fun at the beginning. It got weird in the middle. And now it's getting frustrating. Oh. Uh, I'm going to kick it to Shug here in just one second, but I do want to say uh, we were, and I'm not going to, in this just, I just, we were going to bring up a comment, uh, read a comment that was in the Facebook group. And it, now that I'm, the more I think of, I wanted to address it because I think it was just way out of hand and way off uh, and too far, way too far. But actually, that's all I'm going to say about it. And that's all we're going to say about that specific comment. So those of you who know what I'm talking about, there was a comment on Facebook at uh, I, I, I'm not pleased with that comment. I think it was ridiculous and way too far. But um, oh, uh, uh, we'll get Shug here in one second. I'm sorry, SG's chomping at the bit. Yeah, so I just wanted to respond to Leo Logan's comment with the why couldn't Lon have gone to multiple choice. Um, he says it had shades of Collins Meyer part one last year when Meyer missed that I, Tanya question that went to sudden death. The difference between that match and this match, though, was that match, that was question one of his round two, where he didn't know what his score would be. This is the last question of round two. You know you're up by two points at, at this point. If you go to multiple, you know that if you go to multiple choice, you whether or not it's stolen, you'll keep the lead. So I think it's a much different circumstance than Meyer, who at the time was down by, uh, I think, seven points or so and didn't know if he was going to go perfect for the rest of the match. So he, you know, thought he the best call was to swing. Now, you know, in retrospect, apparently that wasn't the best call. And that's why it went to sudden death kind of the same way this one is. But I think this was a much more strategic mistake than but, the Meyer. But uh, move. It, it's his comment after he said, uh, "It's useless to go to to multiple choice." It's not like he swung for defenses. He just didn't see the point. And this, <sighs> no, I I get it. I completely agree, dude. It's 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 yeah. like fucking quarterback giving up. It's like a pitcher giving up. It's like, dude, you do not give up until there is that you do every possible thing that you can pull out of your ass until the time limit of the competition is up. And, and that, that means pulling the multiple choice, but I'm sorry, Shug, uh, what, what are your thoughts on this match? I mean, look, I said it, I said it a while ago and I got, I didn't get killed for it because you know, whatever reason, but I said, when did we decide Lon Harris was actually good? He's never actually shown that. Let's be honest. He's never, I mean, there was like, I think Andrew, when me and Andrew got in this argument, he said one time, well, he, he almost got to 
the championship and he lost and yada yada yada. Well, the, no, know, I was pretty much agreeing with you. I was yeah, not well, expecting him to beat Dan Merle, and it w- and he could have beat Dan Merle, which I don't think any of us really thought was a possibility. So I mean, yeah, but it's it's you know, shout out to Corey Cameron and Dagan and any game of Shimoda, you can beat anybody. You just get the right questions, but. Like, Lon Harris has never been, like, it's not like how Andrew DeMolanta was 0-2 in Star Wars, and but you could see glimpses of, okay, and then when he started playing, you're like, oh, wait a minute, he's, on a, he's a different dude now. Lon Harris has never done that. Lon Harris has always been a middle-of-a-pack player, and I always give him benefit of the doubt, and I know you hate that, Joe Wade, giving benefit of the doubt, but I will. Just sometimes, the- things, sometimes in things in life, there's things going on behind the scenes you may not know about. Cool. And I had the same issue when Greg Algaba talked about, you know, when he did his interview, was like, hey, you know, uh, this, this, and that. I have more important things to do. That's fine. But if you're going to commit to this, commit, even if you don't study. That's it, Things happen. I understand. But sh- when you show up for the match, play your hardest. And that's all. As fans, that's all we ask about. That's all we ask. Yep. You know, and I've gotten into with people and people saying, well, you don't, you know, there's this, this, that, you know, players should Okay, so then why why am I here as a fan then? You're telling me to support you and cheer for you because I think you're giving it your all, but then you're telling me oh, I don't give my all, but I still want you to cheer for me, but I don't want you to say anything to me. That's just dumb. With why I'm the mindset, I say whatever I want. And I always quote this when you when I say it, Rachel Cussie said it best. If you can't say it to a player's face, don't say it at all. Let me tell you something. I'll say it to every single damn one of you players, competitors, Backstage, Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, I do not care. I'm going to give you my opinion, and that's my opinion. If you don't like it, if it's wrong, I don't know what to tell you. That's just life. Lon Harris has been a player in this league. He knows what it's about. If he doesn't care, that's fine, but you're taking up a spot for somebody that does. And people talk about, well, there's somebody that's out there in the FCL. There's somebody that's watching this show. There's somebody that watches the showdown that is willing to put the time and effort in to play and you're taking that spot for them by not putting that effort in. I'm sorry. That's a harsh. I know, you know, I we don't... try not to shit on, we try not to shit on the competitors, but that's the truth. So if you're not going to play and you're, and you're playing for other people, look, the den, they suck this year. We know that they're in six, six or fifth, sixth place or something like that. They, we know that, but you know what? They all played for each other. They showed up when Saul lost his match against Robert Parker. They were all there to support him. Okay, he gave it his all. That I can appreciate. Even if you lose, I can appreciate that. Yeah, you know. But when you do, when you do this thing, like 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 Aaron Aaron, Aaron said, oh well, where am I? What am I? Doing? Okay, it's funny at first, but now it's not. Like 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 even if you don't want to take it seriously, if you want to play your character, cool. Like you're in the match, you know, you know how the gameplay works. Why why are you playing like you don't? If you and, don't want to be here, last, just say it. Just you should have told us, don't put me in the tournament. I don't want to play. Well, I, I don't want to do it. That's and, what I think is the funny thing is you talk about how the gameplay works. I was talking with Jay uh, before the show uh, yesterday, and we were talking about how there are certain people in the league, and especially this, you call this, you know, people might call this thing a rookie mistake, yet this is not a mistake that a rookie would make because they know the gameplay better than a lot of these um, people who should have been in the league and know how kind of th- things work. It's almost like there's a, such a thing as a veteran mistake. 
And yeah. yeah, exactly. And I want to just thank so uh, Shug and Andrew to, to recap it uh, exactly what I was trying to say without the swear words or yelling. But it's it's exactly what I I meant. It's you know there's a lot of people out there that wants to take this seriously. And again, like, like you said, ASG, this is no longer a rookie. When you're a rookie, you are a hardcore most of the time, you know. Or if you're not a hardcore, they're usually willing to. To, to study and learn every nook and cranny to not make those mistakes, aka Harper, right? So you 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 were in this level of schmodown that these kind of things just brings the game down. That again, is he the worst player of all time? No. Is he a bad player? I don't find. It. Is he a good player? Yes. But how? Like, can someone answer me? How long has he been in the schmodown now? since season three or four exactly and his strategy I think end has, of three and, and i haven't seen any strategy from him so it, at one point uh he doesn't suck yeah i i i i'm now more aware a bit more of the whole facebook thing and shame on people to to bring down person uh shame on them to to to, to take it personally this is coming from a gameplay aspect and a faction yeah. aspect but no one should ever attack him personally. But he should, if he wants to continue in Schmodown, he should revise what he's about to do. Because if he gets, gives us another season like this and and mistakes like this, he's taking away the uh, opportunity for someone who really wants to elevate the game, not just yeah. coast by the game. So I was going to say, because I don't know if you wanted to move on. Can I make bring up one last small thing? Just as a, and I, I completely agree with you guys, but like with the last thing, I'm, I'm, thinking of like devil's advocate things just to kind of get your take on it. Um, do you guys think his health may have had any small little effect on his performance? Cause we know that he was sick enough to a point where they actually canceled this match. Originally, it was supposed to be done live at the cantina and in his last team's match, you could see he was audibly sick. He was like coughing and sniffling. It was all coming through on the mic. Um, yeah, that I don't. That from what I remember, that wasn't as bad with the match. Like he didn't sound as sick as he had previously. But do you think that it that would have had any other effect on it, or do you think it is just the overall deterioration of his well, gameplay? I think it's overall. It, sorry, I haven't talked the whole whole match. all just to go on this fast. Um, I think it's overall because look at Marokonopic versus Racial Kutching. The the. They were completely out of it. The, the the most people would have just cried and crumbled in the fetus position, and they went into and how many did. overtime rounds, right? So, um, uh, you uh, look at Roka, Roka, what he did in the live event, right? Yeah. He he was out of it. Um, and is he gonna have the best game in the world? No, but it is it a factor? Maybe is it? a reason to let go of things not necessarily because there's people in the past have gone through that and still showed up win or not still showed up and didn't you know do the same mistakes they always do well i think juan did know the answers very well so in terms of that aspect of being sick so i you know that so that's a thing that i'll say he did know his trivia knowledge very well during this match so the question i'm only thinking of is you know at the end of last year slash beginning of this year there was talk oh we're gonna add a timeout and this is something that before this question they could have if they if the timeout existed been able to use that timeout and tell him 
if you're not 95% sure, check the multiple choice because you have a two-point lead. I'm not even going to respond to that at all. <laughs> yeah, we only have five um, minutes. Well, five um, minutes left, and this I, is like a now. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> One thing. Yeah, uh, five minutes left. Good lord. What yeah, you, nice when you're having fun and you're. I uh, thought we go till one thirty. No. <laughs> oh, I, um, I don't know. I don't run the show. Players, I've noticed. Uh, it, it will not. And I mean, not just in this, but it also like you also got to think the vets. Lana's a vet of this of this uh, schmodown here. So as the schmodown is progressing, and we all know the question writing is getting harder, but as the as the game progresses, he. It may it's kind of like he's just staying on par. He's not progressing with the schmodown. It's not just him, and and it's not you know. And again, it's not personal against anyone. Uh, but I mean, Riley seems like one of those also who is not kept up with the game as it's progressed. Uh, and there are uh, some of those vets who who you know, if this were still three four years ago, they would still be on top, but. They just they haven't they haven't progressed with the game. And you see, just for that fact, this is why I find Schmodown is a sport. You have to evolve or die. You have to get better or 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 not be in the league anymore. Uh, this is why like other people come in and push the game. So for me, that's the definite reason why Schmodown is a sport. Uh, and, what, and I sorry, hold on, hold on, ASG, hold on. I'm sorry. Okay. You know, I have to counter that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my counter to that for me personally is, and, and the, again, this shit ain't nothing. I hate that I have to be like, this isn't personal. That's so fucking stupid to have to say that shit. But I feel the need to, again, for the 30th fucking time, this isn't personal. But uh, and I'm just going to say it, no one specific, just in general, until... Until officials stop intentionally and knowingly accepting wrong answers and point giving away points for them, no, it's not a sport. That's my opinion. Hmm. Okay. And I, I just I mean, wanted okay. to push back against the Riley thing because he did win his against his last match against Lucena Miller. I thought he looked pretty well in this old guard match. Just you know, they were kind of out. You know, Horowitz is just a beast right now. Uh, yeah, he is. So, well, well yeah. I'm gonna we're gonna now go till 1 30 because I'm gonna argue with Jay <laughs> now. Because look, you can say <laughs> this isn't a sport, fine, but it, it is sports entertainment. I think that's the best way to describe it because there is sports aspect, but there's also the wrestling aspect, there is the, the, the character work aspect, and I think I think there is where the problem is because. There's people that take it serious as a sport, like me, UJ, but then there's people that take it as the entertainment's value. Might be somebody like Matt on, on Spin for the Real, Chris from Spin for the Real, you know, Jeff and from Shmoby to Money. You know, it you take it as different ways. And when you say, and I, I get what you're trying to say, like, well, I don't make it's not personal, but it is kind of personal because imagine if somebody was saying about you and saying, you know, speaking of Schmodown. It's a crappy freaking podcast. I don't know why anybody watches it, but I'm glad they do it. Like that, that that's your opinion. If that's the opinion, then I have absolutely no problem with it. No, but, but I'm saying, but I'm saying if they're looking the fact that, but, that wrong answers have, have been knowingly accepted, uh, nonchalant, like, like, oh, close enough. That, but, that, but that's an opinion. That's your opinion. Jay. 
no, Jay, that's, that's your fact. opinion. It's not a fact because well, there's benefit. There's track. benefit of doubt. There's benefit of doubt. Yeah, I know you're gonna get crazy and upset about it, but that's the truth. There, you. We know what you mean. Sometimes when people, do, I, I remember, I argued against this, Jay. I am on your side, but you can't sit here and say, "Well, they're just giving points away," so that takes. They, they, that's not true. You know that there's rules in place that they go by. And that's One, just I, I see nowhere in the rule book where it says that I can know that the answer was wrong. I can know that the movie you gave me as an answer does not exist, but I'm still gonna give you the point anyway. But, the, but you're overlooking you're overlooking some but you're overlooking some facts, Jay. You're trying to say they're giving the wrong answer, but you know that, that the answer they give is a title of a movie, it's just not written correctly. Where is Ryan the Last Dragon? Raya the Last Dragon. Is is there another movie that has Raya in it? Is there another movie? Jay, is there another movie that has Raya in it? No. Okay. So we know she's talking about La, La, Raya the, we, and the Last Dragon. It's not I, Raya the Last Dragon. But, so, but Jay, so we there's knew no Kevin movie. talking about Kate Blanchett? Jay, Jay, we know there's no other movie that says Raya in it. That's come out this year. You know what the the right answer is the right answer. Trivia is about asking the question and getting the answer right. There is only one right answer, dude. Jay, Jay, I I understand that, but this again, where it becomes sports and entertainment, because it's not because as a sport, yes, that's what I mean. Until until officials. But, Stop accepting, knowingly accepting wrong answers. That that to me is not a sport, dude. Okay, so so let me ask you a question. The Dodgers won beat the Giants on a check swing, right? I don't human know. error. Human error, right? They won on a check swing, human error. So is baseball not a sport because they knowingly got the, the call wrong? No, that that was a bad call, dude. So that's what it is. It's a bad call, Jay. It but happens in sports. There's a huge difference between an umpire calling a strike a ball and an umpire knowing that a strike was a ball but calling it a strike anyway. That's Jay, Jay, there's not, Jay, there's not a huge difference because that just cost the team the season the other day. There is a huge difference between knowingly accepting, a, knowingly making a bad call, and and making a fuck up. How does how does how does Mark Ellis know that he that he's making in that moment a bad call? Yeah. Are, you, are you there? Are you there, Jay? Well, I'm there to hear that Raya the are, last. Jay, Jay, are you there at the moment? Raya the last. Jay, are you there at the moment? No, in the moment, in the moment, he has to make a judgment call. That is a human error. It happens. You can't get mad at a human error. You can be upset about it. You hell, you can get mad. Actually, I, I take that yeah. back. You can absolutely <laughs> be mad about it. You can absolutely be mad about a human error. But in the moment, it happens. You can't be now. Oh well, it's not a sport anymore because yeah, they I'm, want I'm telling you that Rams player mauled that Saints player uh, in the NFC Championship game. Still a sport. Yeah, Even I mean, though I, 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 get, I get where you're coming from, Jay. Jay, I am on your side 100. I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm not doing this to be no, a dick. I'm, I'm on your side. I'm a, I'm on your side to be 100. But I'm saying you got to look at it from. And what I, what I was trying to tie this into is sometimes we don't know what goes on behind the scenes with players and what's going on with their lives. So it it is tough to tell tell the player. Well, are you giving it your all? We don't know. We don't honestly don't know. We don't know what's going on. Look at. Every I'm gonna tell you right now, everybody. I I dread it when I watched that Saul match. I watched it live. I was there, 
when I knew that happened, I was like, Jesus Christ, people are going to go after Saul and be like, what? You don't even belong in this league. Da, 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 da. I was worried because I was like, they're going to question everything, but you don't know what happened that day. So it's, it's hard to make a, us from fans look at something and be like, well, this is the way I see it. And that, that's how you, you don't know. You don't know. Aaron said Ron, Lon might've been sick, but here to me is where he should have stepped him and said, you know what? I'm sick. I don't think I can perform well. Maybe I just give up the match or maybe I shouldn't play because I don't think I can win under these conditions. Cause I'm not feeling myself. You sometimes have to be the bigger person to do that because now we're all sitting here questioning him saying, well, did, did he, is he even, you know, is he even good? Is he even taking it seriously? He might be taking it seriously. He, it just think, think people think differently. People have their, their minds work differently. People think I don't take shit seriously half the time. And I, I take everything seriously. As she knows, I, I take everything seriously, but sometimes the way I speak, sometimes the way I act, I don't, it looks like I don't take things seriously. That's just, it, we just don't know. And so, Right. I'm saying let's pump the brakes, and I, I get where French is coming from because as a fan, you want you you want the best performance, you want the best from people, but let's pump the brakes on going at people like that, but also to constructive criticism. French is saying, "Look, you should know the game by now. You're a veteran." That's constructive criticism. Like what the person said in Facebook, talking all you know, oh, Lon Harris is a loser, you know. Um, uh, Winston sucks. This, this, and that. That's not constructive criticism, and that shouldn't be tolerated. That yeah. should not be in the showdown. That that shit's that shit's bullshit. But if you want to have constructive criticism and say, you know what, launch should know the game. You know he should have done this. Maybe should have, you know, used his JTEs. Whatever you want to say, that's okay to say. I'm just saying, always make sure either to find the story or be like, or like Aaron said, devil's advocate. Maybe his health wasn't the best. That's why he played the way he did. So that's all I'm saying, you know. Right on. And, and hey, man. Uh, so everyone listening or watching knows, I love you, Suge. I'm not mad. Oh, at no, you. no, no. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, you should see. You should hear me and ASG. We get in the worst fights. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I this actually makes <laughs> me want to do a special with just me and you and just going at it like that. Uh, Whenever. Just down a list of topics, dude. And go at it. I would love to. Uh, but <laughs> this right here will be uh, the final say because it is my show. Uh, the last thing I'm going to say on all this is when, when no matter who the official is, I don't care who it is when they have the answer written down on their screen, they see the words written before them and the answer given is not what they have written as the answer. That is a wrong answer on that note, everyone. Thank you very much. Look out for that special with me and Suge. I'm for real about that. Uh, that's going to happen uh, if he wants to. I'm totally down. So, But uh, this has been a great episode. Thank you to, to Adam Witt. Next week, guys, we've got Nancy Rodriguez and Dagan will be on here as co-hosts. And uh, Paige for Betty will be our guest uh, uh, just off of her big match, her big teams match with her and McQueenie. So it'll be fun. Uh, okay, everybody, have a great and safe week. Thank you all very much for joining us here on Speaking of Schmodown. Later. something funny the mic wasn't on that whole time no way yeah for real oh wow <laughs> <laughs> so smooth